With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. By the time I die, I'll never see a Stanley Cup, okay? Real talk. Hey, Real talk. Bullshit. Not gonna lie. Now, I did tell you, I told the people, too, I'd get arranged marriage by, by, the, uh, by, by the year 2030 yeah. if the Vancouver Canucks did not win a Stanley Cup because that is when I feel as if it's time for me to take other things in my life more seriously, like family and starting a family. That being said, I did hop on Bumble, yo. I did hop on Bumble. Yo, I hopped on there. What's going on, man? How's Bumble going for you? Dog, you know what I had to do, man. You know what I had to do, dude. I had to put that profile picture up, you know, side angle, good one, a nice filter on there, and I got a message first, yo. That's how, that's how Bumble works. Wow. wow. They, they, they message you first, yo. They message you first, and the girl asked, right? Let, let's call her Tanisha. Did you, have not, a, right? did you have podcaster in your bio? Hey, you're foreshadowing a bit, okay? She, she hit me up. She's like, you look interesting. What does that mean when somebody says you look interesting? Who knows? Who knows? And then she asked me, what do you do? And I told her straight up, a part-time hockey podcaster, full-time book reader, and I still live with my parents because I love my mother. And, <laughs> yo, she applauded the honesty. That's why I tell the people, be honest. <laughs> be honest. And she applauded the uh, sensitivity. Real talk. And it worked. Now we've been talking almost every day. Wow, every that, fucking man. day, every wow. day, every day. I, I know her birthday. You know what I'm saying? I know her birthday, bro. We we've been sending sending each other photos of our of our dogs. It's wow. moving, dog. Wow. It's moving. Then I lined up a date last Friday, yo. Yo, you, then I lined up a date last Friday. Are you still seven date Bowen though? Is that the question? Let that, me continue for the dog. listeners who don't know. I mean, yeah, Cal Bowen didn't want to uh, make a move in that way yeah. until the seventh date. Because I'm romantic. I'm romantic, yo, and I'm older. I value other things in companionship all right i was about to say relationships but when you're with me it's a companionship all right that's what it is anyways that friday came around and uh i bailed 45 minutes before the date because i'm trying to play i'm trying to play hard to get i'm not gonna lie yo i'm trying to play hard to get okay it is what it is i thought nice guys finished last and you know i tried playing hard to get i bailed on the date we didn't talk for a couple of days and then guess what i switched my profile picture <laughs> she hit me up, dog. Okay, so that's my life on Bumble right now. Yeah, and I know what you mean. You want to play hard to get, and you know the Canucks have played hard to get with us, man. Mm -hmm. Going and all Canucks Nation going fifty-one years of the Stanley Cup now. Yeah, uh, we both wonder if Seattle with this roster they've drafted are going to get a Stanley Cup before the Canucks. But mm. you know, based on what we're seeing here, it's not looking so hot for Seattle. I, we'll get into it though. I mean, is Seattle's roster bullshit? Are the Canucks bullshit? We know that for sure. We're going to get to it here on the home of puck talk and bullshit, silky and filthy. What's going on out there? You're listening to Silky and Filthy here on the Nux Misconduct Network. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Bowen. The show again on the Nux Misconduct Network. And Kyle, you know, you talk about nice guys finish last before, right? When you play yeah. hard to get. 
Today in the Seattle expansion draft, obviously all the picks were leaked beforehand. I think we both have opinions on that. But Cole Lind was the last official pick from the Seattle Kraken. And you know what they tweeted out? They said, Cole Lind comes to the best city in the Pacific Northwest. Wow. They had to. They went to that level. They went there. They went there. And, you know, we've both I, been to Seattle. How do you feel about that? Well, first off, I know we're going to get into it. But Seattle cannot be talking all that shit with the way they drafted their organization today. I'm sorry. It's not It's not happening yet. They are not better than the Vancouver Canucks today. Hey, they may have better all-around defense. You know what I'm saying? They may have a lot more bottom six forwards that are better than our bottom six forwards. You know what I'm saying? But they're not better than the Vancouver Canucks. And honestly speaking, they had a great opportunity to be that. They really did. They really did. And on the other end, if we're talking about city to city, culture to culture, I'm not going to fund. Seattle probably has more culture than, than Vancouver, but our weed is a lot better. Hands down. And it's probably coming from close, you know, similar places. Real talk. Seattle, Vancouver, Washington, B.C., the bud is good. But in Vancouver, in B.C., the bud is a lot better. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Hey, it's growing in that same climate for sure. I mean, whether it's coming from California, whether it's from up here in B.C., that weed is coming. In that same climate, man. You know it's, it's, it's way be better than BC. That BC bud, that BC buddy, that BC buddy, that's a great shit. So uh, here's the thing. Uh, fans in Seattle, okay? Fans in Seattle, you are not going to be better than the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, I'm not going to guarantee it, but you're not going to be huh, you're not going to be making the playoffs, in my opinion, with that roster. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It would be, even in a weak Pacific division, how can it happen on back-to-back expansion launches that a team over overdoes it? You know, and especially the way these guys drafted. I don't, I don't see it happening, bro. I just don't see as if the philosophy behind their organization strategy or their organizational strategy off the jump is is catered towards this year. Real talk, it really isn't. Yeah, here's the thing. I, you know, I know you're a hardcore Canucks fan. I know Jim Benning's kind of broken you over the years, but you still have this confidence in the team and this confidence that the Canucks are better than Seattle. Yeah, that's not, not Honestly, asking for much. We'll finish fucking sixth or fifth. They'll finish fucking sixth, okay? It's all good. But here's the thing about Seattle, though, and I think you are underestimating, the, underestimating them a bit, and they got a lot of flack for the way they drafted today because I think there's a lot of shiny objects out there. There was the carry prices. There was... You know, Alex Ovechkin is a fairy out there, but can you imagine Ovechkin tear a single first line? Voracek, Van Riemsdyk. There were lots of big names out there, and Seattle just didn't go for it today. And I, I don't want to say that they're not a good team. Like, I actually think they drafted better than people want to give them credit for. And, and you know, on this episode, we're going to talk about the big, the five biggest surprises from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But honestly, man, you look at their center ice position, that's like the biggest need for me. But, you know, you look at their defense too, and Margie Giordano, Jamie Alexiak, Adam Larson... You got Vince Dunn up there. That's a way better top four than the Vancouver Canucks have. And they don't have that tie-in talent. But, yeah, you look at Vegas four years ago. I mean, William Carlson, Jonathan Marchessault, Oscar Lindblom at, at center. I mean, there was – on Vegas, like, no one really predicted they were going to be this crazy team. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys had crazy good years. I don't know if that's going to happen in Seattle again. But, you know, I, I like their defense. I, I think their goal taking again, they could have gone for the shiny objects. They got a couple guys who are really good. But, yeah, Ron Francis said it today, that calf space – it's valuable. It, it is. Those it dollars. is. And, and this they, team is only $52 million. They like just passed the, th- the threshold for what you needed to have for the expansion draft today. And maybe they're going to go after a Landis Gog or a Dougie Hamilton, and it just adds on to whatever they've built there. Yo, but they I, need a center ha- hardcore. But, but it, it just looks as if that this team is not worried about next year. 
It just it just looks like that with what they had in front of them. And again, I think when you pick a guy like Tarasenko at nine plus million dollars, you can't just pick him and not pick a guy like Voracek or a guy like Van Riemsdyk or just another high end talented player to pair up with him, which is going to come at a cost. I kind of get that, but at the end of the day, I just don't feel as if I can sit here and say that they're better than Vancouver. And that's and that's a Vancouver Canucks team that is led by Jim Benning. And, and I'm saying that. Kyle Bowen is saying that. Seattle is not better than Vancouver. It's just not now. It's not happening. It's not happening now. Seattle, I've seen a couple comments on the Instagram, right? Some of the posts. Uh, some of the quote-unquote fans. <laughs> the quote-unquote fans of the Seattle cracking. Y'all, I mean, watch the game. Y'all fans. They're talking shit already. They're not happy. They're not happy. I think they wanted one or two star names. And, hey, it's not as if they may be upset with just them not picking these star players like the Tarasenko's and quote-unquote stars, maybe the James Van Riemsdyk's, the Jacob Voracek's, the blah, blah, blahs. But even with their depth players, I feel as if they kind of went off the board still with some of those picks. You know what I'm saying? Some of these guys are fringe NHLers, but they were just focused on saving cap room. Do you think that's more because they want to spend it this summer or, or do they have a plan for next summer? This is this is this is interesting. In, in a flat cap, quote-unquote, era, which I'll get to later, I, I think that's BS. The NHL's been saying, or the people have been saying, there's going to be a flat cap for, what, three, four years? I think that's BS. But do you think if that is true, that is something that they want to weaponize? Like, hey, maybe we're going to be one of these teams that has cap going into, like, the next couple off seasons. Yeah, I honestly think Seattle is a team to watch in terms of their management because, again, today they could have picked the shiny object, and in a lot of cases they didn't. And again, they got almost $30 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. Like they got a lot of cap space to play with. They have that hole at center ice position. But again, I just, I look at their roster and I don't think it could be, I don't think it's that much, I don't think it's worse than Vegas is, to be honest with you. Like you could have a top line of, you know, Yanni Gord, Jordan Eberle. Like Yanni Gord, honestly, I think is a, is a first line center in this league. Ooh, that's buried, a bold pick. That's a bold on pick. on a Tampa roster. I mean, like he's got just as good of a shot as Jonathan Marges, though, don't you think? Like we're talking about like small, undersized Quebecois who, uh, yeah. He kind of made it happen to other teams in the league. So, And he's he's been that guy. He's been making it happen for, what, four or five years, just proving everyone fucking wrong, hands down. Yeah. Hands but, down. But you look at these teams, and I do think there was a lot of situations where teams put out bait. They're like, take this guy with the big cap and take him. You know, he's Braden Holby. He's James Van Riebsack. He's Kerry Price. He's Vladimir Tarasenko. Like, take him. He's going to be mm-hmm. – he's so good. Like, why, how could you not take him? And they kind of went they went the high road, man. And they, they made us some smart picks, to be honest. And I look at this roster, and I don't hate it as much as the average person. Okay. Now, there are five surprising picks I will get to, okay. but I don't think it's worth the worst roster in the world. And again, tons of cap space more than any other team. They can they can make shit happen for sure. Will they be a hard team to play against? I think so. Just based on who they have off ward, I feel as if they got a lot of hardworking motherfuckers. But I just don't think it's... It's just, it's just hard for me to believe that it can happen twice, two times in a row, that an expansion team comes about and just drafts these random players. Because you're right. When Vegas picked their team, it was it was fucking random. William Carlson wasn't William Carlson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. He wasn't William Carlson. So you, you get a you get a group of random players. Do they feel like cast-offs this time? Or do they feel like, oh, this is just, you know, just another day in the NHL because it's, it's happened in, in quite quick succession. Like, let's be honest. Another expansion team right off the bat. Maybe they can write off some of that momentum if they do actually embrace the whole cast-off thing and do what Vegas did. But I just I feel as if that would be a fucking miracle. Like, that can't happen twice in a span of five years in the NHL. That can't. Yeah. They and can't. I, I think the thing for uh, people forget about Vegas is they were very lucky, for sure. Like, no one saw William Carlson breaking out. Mm-hmm. Shade Theodore is a bad giveaway, for sure. But And Alex Tuck was, too. Like, they made bad decisions, but no one looked at that roster 
and said, well, this team is going to fucking light it up, and they're going to be first overall in the in the Pacific Division. Like, no one fucking saw that coming. Mm-hmm. So, again, I do see... I don't see that happening with Seattle just because I think there's so much that went into how good Vegas was off the bat. Like, a, a lot of luck. Fleury and Goals is another great facts, example. Facts. Well, but yeah, okay. the, the team they drafted, again, I think it's actually a pretty decent team. And I would say right now, I think it's easy with Edmonton, Vancouver to get distracted by the star power. You see Patterson, Hughes, Besser, McDavid, Drysaddle, and, and be like, oh, man, like, yeah, of course. Like, the Oilers are better. The Canucks are better. But look at Seattle, and I, and I do think they build a team that's deeper. And, again, they have so much cap space to weaponize. I think they're going to be dangerous. Yo, wouldn't you, like Jason Jason Dickinson, what, what would that guy be on the Seattle Kraken? He'd be like a top six forward, a top seven forward on that roster. Wouldn't really, he? man? Okay, so Dickinson tell plays me, tell center. Me. Like, I know, okay. just tell me, tell me who you Seattle have, has have, right now. Read the roster right now. Do you have Dickinson ahead of Yanni Gord? No. Do you have Dickinson ahead of Jared McCann? No. Do you have Dickinson ahead of Kelly Yarncroke? I don't. No. I think Dickinson's a fourth line center on this team. 100%. Hey, man, I'm just Kyle Bowen, yo. I just got back into this hockey thing, okay? I started, I started watching and listening to hockey last week again, okay? I'm just Kyle Bowen, okay? Okay, well, we will get into some of the surprises. Let's do it. Let's draft, do it. Okay? So I think Let's one, do it. I think one of the biggest surprises, again, was Morgan Geeky from Carolina. And Geeky... <laughs> what? Hold up. What are you talking about? This guy named Morgan Geeky? I'm not even bullshitting you, man. You can hit the bullshit button, but it's it's, it's a true story, man. It's a true hey, there's a bullshit! No, it's true, Kyle. It's true. It's true. His it's name true. is Geeky. Okay, okay, right. okay, okay. Yeah, he's a... Uh, you know, uh, a small, skilled HL forward. He doesn't project as a star, which I think is a bit troubling. But I think the big thing here is Jake Bean seems to have a lot more potential than Morgan Geeky has. Like, I think Bean could have been like a Shea Theodore. That's the way people look at it. Wow. You know, he's got, put up some points in Carolina. He's been good in limited minutes. He's a young guy. You know, only you levy draft. He would have been a pretty obvious choice for me. And they went with Morgan Geeky, who kind of seems like a top six or bust player to me. So... Uh, I thought that was a bit of a weird pick, and you know, Carolina had a lot of good guys exposed. Like my well, another guy was Nino Niederreiter, you know, mm-hmm. top six forward. But yeah, yo, he was scoring at a, what, a thirty goal clip if you yeah. projected for eighty two games. One hundred percent. These are the moves that kind of confuse me. Like, yeah, how hard is it to pick a guy like that that for a couple years? And couldn't you trade him? Couldn't you trade a guy like that? Like, let's say Nino comes to the team this year in Seattle and they suck and he's struggling. I know he gets paid some dollars. I know he gets paid some dollars, but he's just coming off of, you know, year after year of him proving that he can be a top six forward. Couldn't you just cast him off and trade him? Yeah, you think so, right? I mean, I think the philosophy going into day one with Seattle when they were assembling their brass was no matter what happens and no matter who was available, our main focus is to have our cap close to the fucking floor. That was just a philosophy. No matter what happens, no matter who gets exposed, we are sticking to our plan, which is important. You got to stick to your plan in this thing called life. We're 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 going after that cheap cap. Get to that floor. That's all. Here's the thing. I I, I think there's a bit of a divide between ownership and GM, and not even in a really? negative already? way. Really already already not, not even in a negative way. But you know, we were hearing leaks how Todd Lightwicky, the ownership group, was saying like you have to go ahead to get price. Like a lot of the su- rumors suggested that you know they want a big face like price mm-hmm. in this market. And I think Ron Francis was very much about no, we need the cap space. We're gonna draft a good team. We're going to keep a low cap hit, and we're going to weaponize this cap space over time, whether it's trading for free agents, whether it's taking bad contracts and getting first-round picks. You know, you saw, again, like Andrew Lag gets traded to mm-hmm. fucking Arizona, and like Second the Islanders get, yeah. get nothing in return. Like, it's crazy shit. So yeah. I think Francis sees that, and he's like, we can have a good team, and we can accumulate a lot of assets over time. And yeah. I got a lot of respect for the move, but yeah. These, these, well, these other four moves are, uh, some of the moves are a little strange, for sure. Well, there's so many go. There's so many ways to go about building an NHL roster, and 
one of the ways to do it is getting to a point in this tenure where you have a chance year after year to get there. And look at a team like Tampa. I know they just won two Stanley Cups in a row, but they've been good for 9, 11, 12 years. Real talk. So maybe they're trying to do that, accumulate all these assets and get to a point maybe four, five, six, seven years down the road where when it gets to that point and they start you know, making the, the playoffs on a consistent level, they become a threat year after year after year after year until, until they get the job done because Washington did it that way. And again, Tampa just won two cups, and it's, maybe that's their plan. And, and just the way Tampa did it, dude, it's through the system. It's through the system, man. It's through a lot of like great asset management and great selection from For that sure. brass. So and here, that's the way they're going here, about Here's it. the thing. Vegas did that too, though. They accumulated three first-round picks that first draft. And what did they have, like, nine picks in the first three rounds in that uh, first draft they mm-hmm. were in? They got a lot of assets, and they traded for guys like Mark Stone, Max, mm-hmm. Max Pacioretty. So I think Vegas got the bonus of being able to exploit dumb hockey guys in mm-hmm. the 2017 expansion draft. And the flat cap world, GMs were like, you just take our big cap hits. And Francis had to be a little bit more conservative. Mm-hmm. But I think there's still the potential to make those deals down the road with that cap space. Yeah. Teams get desperate, want to offload contracts. So, At the end of the day, man, before you get to your list, I just can't say without a doubt. And, and again, I'm not a fan of fucking Jim Benning. I, I want the Canucks not to succeed next year so they can just move on from this guy because I, I fear that the Canucks can make the first round of the playoffs and that will buy Jim Benning a couple more years. But I do believe that Jim Benning has a better roster than Ron Francis, hands down. Yeah, I'm not convinced of that. But I will say this. I think the best thing for the rivalry in year one, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you know, the the Kraken are going to be really good and the Mm -hmm. Canucks are going to suck and it's going to make us hate them and blah, blah, blah. No, the best thing for the rivalry is for Seattle and Vancouver to meet in the playoffs in round one. I think that's a a weak division. I think it's plausible. It could happen two, two, three. three. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's a plausible prediction. So. That would be the best thing for this rivalry. Like, in year one, how awesome would it be? Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. they battle throughout the regular season. They face each other in the playoffs in round one mm-hmm. or, or round two, whatever. Who knows? Um, that would be the best thing for this rivalry, for sure. It would be an awesome way to kick it off. Awesome way to kick it off. Yeah, and it would be fun. It would be fun. It, it would be a lot of fun. Colin ha- has a great season, scores an OT winner against the Canucks in Game 7. Now I got plans. Hey, there's a <laughs> bullshit. I got plans, you know, to move away. Maybe I'll be in Switzerland. Maybe I'll be in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Maybe I'll be in Colombia. Maybe I'll be in Puerto Rico. Who knows where I'll be? So maybe I won't be able to be here for all those crucial moments when that rivalry is really brewing. But I do know in my heart that that is best. Not just for the league. I'm being selfish. That's best for Vancouver sports right now. Real talk. Down the I-5, right? America versus Canada. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I think the home opener for the Seattle Kraken is against the Vancouver Canucks. The game's going to be on what? Hockey night in Canada. Not hockey night in America, okay? I'm already starting, dog. I'm already starting. There's no way Seattle's being better than Vancouver in year one. And I swear to you, I fucking swear to you, if Seattle wins a Stanley Cup before Vancouver, I'm done watching hockey. I'm done watching hockey. Hands down. That's not fair. My, that's That's bullshit. There's a lot Dude, of the line in your life. That's bullshit. Whoever's looking after me, the universe and whatnot, I was brought into this world at the wrong time. Wrong time, okay? If that happens, if Seattle wins a cup for, before Vancouver, I'm going up to my mom and dad, and I'm going to tell them straight up, y'all made a mistake. Y'all made a mistake, okay? Why'd you do this to me? That's not fair. You, Fuck, I'll stop watching sports. 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 All sports. Hands if down, Seattle hands wins down. a cup before Vancouver. Hands down. Wow. You, you, uh, I will stop watching sports. I'll stop watching TV. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, real talk. Holy I'm going back to school. Shit. You're more ballsy. I'm making $85,000 a year. <laughs> All right? I'm going to be happy with my life. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'll move to Calgary. Oh, come on. Now no, real now talk. You're... Wow. I'm going to start a family. I'm going to wish better luck for my kids. <laughs> no, my life is over. <laughs> no. If Seattle wins a cup before Vancouver, I'm done. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I was thinking of that today. If Seattle wins, I'm done. And if Florida, if the Panthers win before the Vancouver Canucks, holy shit, dude. Holy shit. I'll move to Florida if that happens. Wow, there's a lot on the line. And will you stop watching sports if Florida wins the cup as well? It, yo, I'll break every TV that I see in my way if Florida wins the fucking <laughs> cup, yo. I'll never use the internet again. Man, there's a lot right. I'll never use the internet again. If Florida wins the Canucks, uh, the, sorry, the Stanley Cup for the Canucks, I'm never using the internet again. All right. So let, I'm living on a fucking let, island. Let's summarize this. I'm going to Hawaii. All right. So if Florida wins, there's no internet, and you will smash every TV in your site. And, and I'm to going Florida. to Hawaii. And, and I'm just going to eat coconuts all day. And I don't even know. I'm going to live on a fucking island and be a cast <laughs> castaway. <laughs> I would not be able to handle it because that would prove that this world was not meant for me. Yeah. You. You, you find a way to get get the gun show going though. If you were on a strand, I'll do pleasure like, every day. You're, yeah, you're pretty flexed right now. You'd find a way on a, on a uh, deserted that island. Shit don't matter, like, man. Keep pumping, man. Keep if pumping. Florida won before the Canucks, that proved that love does not matter. Wow. So there's Fuck a love. there's a lot riding on three things for everyone out there. I hope if you're listening, you're smart enough not to make these kind of bets in your life. But so the, if the Canucks don't win a cup by 2030, Kyle's getting an arranged marriage. Yeah. If Seattle, which wins could the, work out. If Seattle wins the cup, my parents are arranged marriage. Look what happened. Yeah, it's true. Beautiful family. It could work out. Could work I mean, out. I could have been a regret. I honestly think the other ones are worse. So if, yeah. Se- if Seattle wins the cup before the Canucks, uh, you're not going to watch sports ever again, and you're going to move to where are you moving again? Moving away. Calgary. Calgary. Moving- I'm going to oh, make eighty five thousand dollars a year, which is great. Which is great. Eight to four. You know, do I- some other things, buy a property, build a family, and again, wish better for my kids. And you- because at that point, my life will be over. I know. I'm just meant to guide my children. I'm not meant to have a life anymore. At that point. Yo, this is a, I think it's the sports thing that's really, really getting to me. Because I remember I was talking to Hannah the other day and I was like, if, if you, she said something along the lines of, if you were given a million dollars, would you be able to never, ever, ever watch hockey again? And? I, was like, I don't know if I could do it for a million bucks. Yo, I, I love hockey. I love it, man. It's a great game. Whatever, I can watch man, scores it. on my phone, but like, I, I'm invested. If Seattle wins, I'm never watching fucking hockey again, man. Oh, well, Before the Canucks. it that's might not, happen. That's not fair, it man. might happen. I'm, I'm going to rip through these next four picks. Go ahead, you know, man. Get through this shit, We're on man. the clock. We got to get out of here. I know, man. And uh, you're obviously, you're you're getting to a point where I you're need putting a, a lot on the line. I need a blunt right all now, right, dude. All right. Okay? Okay, so I, we talked about, the again, we wanted to mention the five most surprising picks mm-hmm. for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, mentioned Morgan Geeky. Another one I had was Carson Twarkinski. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. And, and again, we talked about, you know, good on Seattle. Clap the hands, blah, 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 for them building a team that uh, has a low cap. But Twarkinski, instead of getting a guy like JVR or like Shane Goss's bear, to me, like, just didn't make a whole lot of sense at all. Twarkinski is like a fringe NHL or best. JVR yeah. had a great season. He was on, only got a couple years. I think Goss's bear would, would have been a great bounce back candidate. Again, though, Goss's bear was in Philadelphia with Dave Haxall. He had some success. Mm-hmm. He had some failures there. But again, those guys are way Dude, better than Twarkinski. That's just a pick. Telling the dude, like, hey, you're probably not going to make the team. You're going to play on the AHL roster. We're just doing this because we have to make a pick from Philadelphia. And we're, again, just trying to get to the cap floor. And, and on that note, I'm looking at a guy like Jacob Voracek, man. I've always enjoyed that guy's game. I know he's quote-unquote struggled over the last two COVID seasons. But if you look at what he did this year, 
over an 82-game season. It's still at 60 points. It's still at 65 points or whatnot. That's a dude that I see when motivated is... He's like borderline a game-breaker still. A sick player. But again, that's another dude. If you're picking Jacob Voracek, you're, play, you're picking Tarasenko. You get what I'm saying? Because you have to pair these guys up. You have to... You have to get two of those guys, not just one of those guys, especially if you're spending that dollar amount. So. Yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from because I think that would look sexier for sure. And I think the biggest problem with, the, with this expansion draft is that Seattle does not have a sexy roster mm-hmm. at all. And they could have. So I think that's the biggest pain point among people who are analyzing this. But uh, again, I actually don't mind the team they drafted other than the two guys I mentioned. Geeky again, but you're looking at this like, holy shit, it could happen. A, ca- a, a bunch of cast-offs. Right, a bunch of middle six forwards can do what Vegas did, and I look at what Vegas did, and I look. That's just, but no, I, that's I, an I outlier. Don't even, I don't even think they can do what Vegas did. To be honest with you, I think they need a whole lot of luck to get there. I think they yeah. they can be good. They can be decent. If they get lucky, they can be Vegas good. I think again, based on paper, what we're seeing, still an off season to come. I'm sure we'll get to it here on Silicon Filthy and the Knox Wisconsin Network. Um, but yeah, there's still some work to be done if they want to be a powerhouse. But they have a shot. True, true, true. Pacific sucks, so they have a shot. Um, Joel, uh, Joel Quenville, John Quenville from Chicago. That always fucks me up. Who do they have? Who do they have available from Chicago instead of this dude? Who's what a former first or second round pick. Yeah, it wasn't a great list. So I, again, John Quenville though, only had a goal and an assist in 18 or in uh, 16 (laughs) AHL games this season. Like he wasn't lighting the way and he's 25. (laughs) Like it just seemed like one of those picks where they could have done a lot better. Uh, they had Nikita Zadorov. like, like Kraken went for such a big defense. They could have had. Larson, Alexiak, Zadorov. Like, that is a fucking intimidating Zdorov defense. Zadorov sucks, man. I, he's I, a, yo, I he is bad. Pairing, he's easy to play against, man. Yeah, on Nikita a third Zdorov, I mean, yeah, like, he's I, got I like the name. Out. He's got the name. Maybe you can flip him for a fifth or fourth round pick. But again, it just looks like this team is just trying to get to the floor. Who are yeah. the cheapest guys? We don't care about. That's their philosophy, man. I swear to you, when they assembled the brass, it's like, yo, who cares who's available? Let's just get to that $49 million floor. That's our goal, and they hovered just above it, and they're happy. They're happy. This was premeditated. This was bound to happen. Real talk. Yeah, I still think Chicago could have done better there. Zadorov, Calvin DeHaan, Brett Connolly, who sucked this season too, actually, but DeHaan's pretty good, and Vinny Hindestroza. Are those guys I would have taken a shot at over uh, uh, John Quinville. Columbus, Gavin Bayruth. There are a lot of guys that never heard of him before. Uh, again, he had a decent AHL season, but he's an older guy. He's 27. I know he had a career best year in the AHL, but he's 27 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again, Kevin Stenlin, who I really like, like third, fourth line center, like physical, defensive. He would he would have been a guy that I was targeting for the Canucks fourth line too, actually. He's he's a great player. And Max Domi's the other big name. I I still kind of like a Domi to Vancouver, like maybe put him on Horvat's wing. I think Domi's a good bounce back candidate, but I don't think it's happening in Columbus. So yeah. a bit surprised how to see Domi selected as well. Mm-hmm. It it happens, man. This this wasn't this was an odd expansion draft. It really was. But again, it's going to be hard to replicate what Vegas did. Yeah. And maybe that that's not the goal. That's not the goal. Maybe it is to have this cap space and just accumulate assets and then maybe capitalize on some free agent signings. But again, just look at that long-term picture and get to that point where the organization is good for a decade-long stretch. And I brought up Tampa. I brought up Washington. St. Louis, too. St. Louis, too, just be good for, like, 15, 20 years and just get that one cup. Whatever happened with Vegas and whatever is still happening with Vegas, because Vegas is an unreal team. The culture that they have in Vegas, not just with the players, but the way they play, I think it's set. It, it got set from that year one. 
Like, this is how Vegas hockey is supposed to be played. This is what the fans expect. This is what we're going to get. They can make it work, and it's been working, and it's going to be the case for years and years and years. I can tell. Vegas is going to be a good team for a long fucking time. That's just not going to be the case with every fucking expansion team, and I think Tampa's looking... Not Tampa, sorry. Uh, Seattle's looking down the road. Like, what can we look like in two years? Or maybe next year. Yeah, I think with Vegas, again, they were the first sports franchise in that city, in that, mm-hmm. pretty much in that city's history, where Seattle's more established. They got, like, the Seahawks, the Mariners, the Sounders. Yeah. That market can probably stomach, not to say they can stomach losing, but they don't have to go out and be super splashy right away to mm-hmm. like, catch people's attention the way Vegas did. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I, again, I look at Vegas's roster, and I don't think Vegas was that much flashier. A little bit flashier than Seattle, but not that much flashier. Again, it's more the expectation of Ron who's Francis, available this nice year. nice guy. Ron Francis yeah, is a nice good, guy. Good guy he, Francis. He could have really fucked some teams over. Not, not like... Okay, when I say that, teams like Philadelphia probably wanted JVR or Jacob Borchek off the books, right? Team like St. Louis, Tarasenko doesn't even want to be here. Get him off the books. It, it is what it is. But a team, I just feel as if Ron Francis was extra nice with it, and it's not going to work out. Because of that, it's not going to work out this season. This season, yo, Vancouver is going to be better than Seattle. Don't get it twisted. It's got, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. There's no way. And they're talking all this shit already? Remember Seattle? Hockey night in Canada, okay? Not America. That's all I'm saying. Not this year. Not this year. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Y'all were too nice in this draft, and y'all gonna finish last. Y'all gonna finish last in the Pacific Division, okay? It's gonna happen. Reality's gonna hit. The world's going back to normal. Y'all ain't pulling this shit off, okay? Y'all finishing last. I said that right. Yes, Arizona's finishing better than you. Wow. Real wow. talk. Look Y'all finishing that, last. Okay, nice guys finish last. I told you this off the top, dude. Anaheim, yo, Anaheim is so I don't give bad a fuck. right now. I don't give a fuck. Seattle's Holy finishing last. Shit. And yo, I told you, nice guys finish last, yo. That's my philosophy going into life. Like, I bailed on that girl 45 minutes before the date. You know, playing hard to get. And it's because I believe, yo, nice guys finish, finish last, man. Nice teams finish last, too. Okay, yeah. y'all J- gotta go after the next, okay? Yo, Jim Benning seems like a nice guy. And that's why we finish in second last. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yo, I see where you're coming from there. That's uh, that's interesting. Okay, I want to get to the last pick. Then we gotta get the fuck out of okay. here. Okay, uh, San Jose Alexander True. Now, who? I exactly false. Exactly. Alexander false. Yeah, <laughs> they got that one wrong. Okay, <laughs> that's a <some> bullshit. <laughs> Yo, I saw Seattle, uh, San Jose bloggers and uh, and analysts saying, like, yo, Alexander True is not that good. He can't skate. The only reason they picked him is because he's a Seattle Thunderbird alumni. So not that there's a lot of obvious picks from San Jose, but, like, Ryan Donato, who's only a year older, seems like mm-hmm. a way, way better bet than Alexander True. So mm-hmm. that was a bit of a homer pick for sure. But uh, anyways, man, I think Seattle's going to be better than last in the division. Actually, I'm Are they going to be better than Vancouver? I think Tell me now. I think they're going to be better than Vancouver next season. What the fuck, dude? Are you serious, dog? That's Trevor Beggs for you, man. I may be an asshole to a Jim Benning run team, and that Jim Benning run team is your Vancouver Canucks. I've said some nasty things about that team, but there's no way, no way the Seattle Kraken, this roster is going to be able to do better than a team led by a motivated Elias Pettersson. No chance. No chance. It's not fucking happening. It's not happening. But Begsy believes it's happening, so y'all can go after him. Honestly, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I think Seattle, again, I don't absolutely love their forward depth, but I think it's decent enough, and I think they can make another splash or two before the regular season starts. I think their defense is way better than the Canucks. The big thing for me is goaltending. I think it always is in hockey. Mm-hmm. And right now, Thatcher Demko, I think is a lot better than uh, Driediger or Vin, uh, Vinick Vanasek in yeah. Washington. Now, those two guys, 
one of them could have a great season. I think they could also both tank. And if that happens, then I think Seattle's in a lot of trouble. So I think, to me, it really comes down to goaltending. Yeah. Um, and goaltending is always a coin flick. Now, in that regard, I would probably give it to the Canucks for sure. But, uh, yeah, until I see the Canucks make some moves in the offseason, i got to say right now I'd probably pick Seattle over Vancouver to finish higher in the Pacific next season. Seattle's finishing last, and the Vancouver Canucks are finishing nice last. Nice guys finish last. It's true, man. That's why, I, yo, man. Tanisha, man, it is what it is, all right? But she's still replying. Yes. Hey, shout out to Tanisha and shout out to the <laughs> listeners again. Thanks for supporting Silky and Filthy here. Yeah, real time. And the Nux Misconduct Network. Uh, again, go subscribe wherever you get podcasts because, hey, we're still here, man. We, we've been separated for nine months, but we're still here. Yeah, talking about Not, leave, not talk leaving your shit. ear pussies. We're not leaving. What? What'd you say? Nothing. We should get out of here. <laughs> Silky and Filthy Baby, thanks for listening here on the Next Wisconsin Network. Canucks dra- or the NHL draft coming up this week. We'll have some uh, info on that with the Canucks and everything else that happens around the NHL. Free agency next Wednesday, probably when we're back together. So um, crazy times in the NHL. And um, stay silky, stay filthy, and we'll catch you on the other side. Peace, peace, peace. <laughs>